Welcome to Explore, Teach, Conserve, or the ETC podcast by the University of Minnesota Extension, where we talk with people about exploring, making discoveries, and solving problems to better manage our natural resources, and we share ideas to help you learn more and get involved. This is an older episode from when we used a different title, The Naturalist, but the conversation and ideas are still fresh. If you enjoy it, we hope you'll subscribe and listen to more episodes of Explore, Teach, Conserve, or the ETC. Welcome to the Naturalist Podcast by the University of Minnesota Extension. I'm Nate Meyer, your host today, and we are going to be talking with Jennifer Schultz and Mike Billington from the University of Minnesota's Raptor Lab, and Lisa Curtis from our Extension Fish, Wildlife, and Conservation Education team about their work to help teachers and others with outdoor learning to help youth conduct their own scientific investigations. We'll also share some ideas about where you can learn more and get involved. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having us. Hi, Nate. So let's dig in. This is a podcast about making discoveries and solving problems to better manage our natural resources. You are leading the University of Minnesota's Outdoor Investigations in the STEM Classroom Project to help teachers and students use outdoor learning to dive into their own real-world scientific investigations. Jen, tell us a little about the project. So the Outdoor Investigations in the STEM Classroom is a collaboration between the Raptor Center and University of Minnesota Extension and is funded by the Cargill Foundation. The project provides teacher training and support to middle school and high school science teachers with an emphasis on doing outdoor investigations. So some of our goals and objectives include um, supporting teachers and implementing the Raptor Lab curriculum, which Mike will talk about in a bit. Um, another goal is to provide equitable access to STEM programming to engage all students uh, in scientific inquiry and critical thinking. And yet another goal that has come about is to provide high quality distance learning activities to teachers and learners. The U.S. Department of Education has said that STEM or science, technology, engineering, and math education is important, quote, if we want a nation where our future leaders, neighbors, and workers have the ability to understand and solve some of the complex challenges of today and tomorrow. Can one of you talk a bit about why the goals of your project are so important in this context? So I think, you know, the most obvious complex challenge that we're all dealing with is the COVID-19 pandemic. And some of the skills that we are working with teachers to help their students build are things like analyzing data and interpreting data and things like how do you support or reject a hypothesis based on the evidence that you've gathered, as well as how do you communicate your findings to people. And all of these things, I think, are, are critically important to understanding what's going on in our society right now. So let's give our listeners a peek behind the scenes. This project builds off the Raptor Center's online Raptor Lab. Mike, what is the online lab? Raptor Lab started in 2014 
was a partnership between the Raptor Center and the Learning Technologies Media Lab. And really it came about because people don't have access to our clinic and to learn from our clinicians and to learn directly from the experiences these birds bring in through their injury or illnesses. And so we designed a program where we can bring students in virtually using technology, videos, interactive activities, so that students are role-playing being a vet in training. So we wanted them to learn about science from scientists as they practice real-world science rehabilitating sick and injured raptors that come to the raptor center. And so Raptor Lab is really broken down into three pieces. The first piece, vet and training, uses role play to get students to um, learn about science by being a new vet in training with a patient that comes in that they help watch get treated from physical exam all the way to eventually to release. What does that process look like? So to make a long story short, they're experiencing science practiced by scientists while being asked to role play a scientist. So it raises some serious questions, which naturally leads to part two, where we then shift students' roles to role-playing a wildlife researcher. They learn about the process of science, of doing background research to develop a hypothesis, creating a research question, creating a methodology to test that research question, analyzing data, and then having a discussion, and then communicating your conclusion while analyzing real-world blood data of eagles admitted to the Raptor Center with a bald eagle toxicology expert and Dr. Pat Reddick, who's one of the co-founders of the Raptor Center. So you have this top-level expert walking students through the process, not only of science, but then we use science as a method for them to actually learn about the process of scientific investigation. So those two parts anybody can do. You can go raptorlab.umn.edu, hop on, you can play with all of that, even if you just wanted to watch the videos. And then Outdoor Investigator came along because when we were building Raptor Lab, we always had Outdoor Investigator in mind, but when we had the teachers piloting it, they were just really anxious about that third part of taking their kids outside and doing investigations. So we were able to get another round of funding to focus specifically on supporting teachers and giving them something they can use with their students to conduct outdoor investigations. University of Minnesota Extension, through a National Science Foundation grant, built this Driven to Discover program, which does this very thing, and it, it walks students through how to create a mini-investigation. And what I wanted to do was take this amazing paper curriculum and turn it into an interactive digital curriculum, where not only would the content be there to guide students, but also they could put all of their stuff there. So it organizes all their pieces in a visual cycle that models how science is practiced. And so we wanted the Raptor Lab and Outdoor Investigator to be a technology that drives kids outside instead of sucking them in. So Lisa, in the current project, how are you going about supporting teachers and students to do outdoor learning while using the Raptor Lab? Well, we just started a two-year program that is funded through a grant from Cargill Foundation called Outdoor Investigations in the STEM Classroom. And we have uh, a cohort this year of around 20 teachers from nine area districts which serve underserved uh, students. And that consists of, we just wrapped up our three-day professional development workshop, which we held virtually with our teachers to teach them all the in and outs of Raptor Lab, as well as provide them with distance learning materials to be successful with their students. We'll follow that up with in-classroom or this year virtual classroom visits. Jen and I will be visiting the classrooms twice throughout the school year to offer support to the teachers and assist them and their students in implementing Raptor Lab into their science curriculum. Uh, next year, we'll have host our second cohort, and we hope to have 
applicants from our school districts. Other teachers are invited to participate in Raptor Lab as well. All of our curriculum is online and free. We are primarily targeting teachers of students in grades 6 through 12 to check out our curriculum at raptorlab.umn.edu. Uh, I'd also like to mention that we are hosting an ecology science fair this year. It will be virtual, but we think we're going to provide a great opportunity for students to share their outdoor investigations with University of Minnesota scientists through a virtual platform. That fair will be held January 30th, 2021. It's open to any students in pre-K through grade 12 with ecology-focused investigations. An outdoor investigator is a perfect tool to guide students along in creating an outdoor investigation project that is perfect for the Ecology Science Fair. You can go to extension.umn.edu backslash natural-resources, and you'll see a link there for teacher resources where you can find information about outdoor investigations in the STEM classroom, as well as the Ecology Science Fair. So we'll keep you updated on that through that website. Jen, what makes your work fun? What are one or two things you absolutely love about the project? I, I think sharing a really fantastic curriculum with teachers that I think will engage kids because I've seen it engage my own children. I think it's just really exciting and really fun. Lisa, what's next for the outdoor investigations in the STEM classroom? Besides opening our program to all teachers and inviting all science teachers in grades K through 12 to check out our distance learning curriculum that they may wish to implement, uh, we'd also like to invite parents and grandparents to utilize it as well. They may be interested in supplementing their child's science experience by doing an outdoor investigation. It's a great way to immerse the entire family in a fun outdoor science adventure, and it's super easy to follow. So parents and grandparents, you can do this with your child or your grandchild. Take your whole family. It's a family project. You'll go to the same place to log in and create an account. Feel free, just mark yourself as an educator and then have your child or children um, just conduct their own scientific investigation that answers their own research questions. There are materials on there that will help you learn how to take your child outside in your own backyard, your own neighborhood, your park near your house, and do an I wonder walk with them and gather a bunch of questions they have about nature that can turn into a scientific investigation. It can be a lot of fun. And we also encourage homeschool families to utilize our curriculum and to attend our ecology science fair and youth enrichment programs can do the same. Our listeners always love to learn more about and help with environmental stewardship and projects like outdoor investigations in the STEM classroom. Are there other things that you suggest they do to learn more or help with your efforts? Absolutely. So one of the exciting things about outdoor investigating in the STEM classroom is bringing STEM curriculum and projects to underserved communities. So opportunities where we can get outdoors with friends, families, and outdoor investigators can provide a fun method for having adventures and explorations in our own backyard and our neighborhoods and with our neighbors and community members. 
So that's one thing. For the Raptor Center in particular, if you want to follow us more and see some of the work we're doing, the Raptor Center Facebook page is the best place to go. So if you search for us, type in the Raptor Center with the in front of it. <laughs> and then you'll notice, you should see the U of M logo and that's how you'll know that it's us because there are other Raptor Centers around the country. But we have reading for Raptors that we do on Tuesday where um, we pick a book and we have one of our birds in the background while we're reading a fun kid's book. We also have a handful of other online opportunities. I don't know about you, but I think a lot of people are experiencing Zoom fatigue with our distance work. And so if you'd like to spice up a Zoom meeting or maybe a, a family gathering, you can have a Raptor come to your Zoom meeting. We're calling it a Zoomies. You can have a Raptor Zoom bomb you. Um, and that information's on our website too. And simply, if you if you just Google um, UMN for University of Minnesota, and then Raptor Center, you'll find our website. It's also raptor.umn.edu. And there um, there's information about our online offer offerings. Last question. I know you are all familiar with social media apps. What is a hashtag? or a brief message that you wish would really take off? Like millions of people are sharing it. So hashtag the Raptor Center would be a great one. How about hashtag outdoor investigation or outdoor science or outdoor experiences? You know, all these years ago when we built Raptor Lab, you know, the goal was to use online technology to get kids outside. And so that's why we're so thankful with Outdoor Investigator that it's finally accomplishing that goal for us. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of The Naturalist. Huge thanks to Lisa, Jen, and Mike for joining us. Visit raptorlab.umn.edu to check out the Outdoor Investigators and other Raptor Lab online learning opportunities. Visit extension.umn.edu and use the Learn About menu to check out natural resources in our youth programs and teacher resources. This episode was recorded over Zoom from our homes during the coronavirus pandemic in 2020. We hope you enjoyed the opportunity for some advanced training during your daily walk, while gardening, or while sitting at your desk. Give us a thumbs up or drop a comment to let us know you value the podcast. Pass it along to others. In the meantime, we look forward to sharing another episode soon. Stay safe, be healthy, and we hope you enjoy Nature in Place. 